So everyone, welcome to another episode of Out of Character with Jupiter Sanders. I am Jupiter Sanders, and today I have Odd with me. He is in the Without a Net server. Welcome, Odd. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for being on. It took a little bit to convince you, but I finally convinced you, and that works. Yeah, I mean, I got, I don't really like hearing my voice, and so like, I had done the Chicago episode, I was like, oh man, really nervous about that, but thanks for <laughs> this. Yeah, so Odd's been on the Chicago episode of the Without a Net Shadowrun saga. He is a, I don't know, I, I want to say vocal, but it's all in, in text on the server. I want to say a vocal member of our community. And he's also the one that has gotten me into playing games via Play by Post. And that's what we're going to talk about, the Play by Post game experience. Yeah, I was excited when you said you were join the uh, play-by-post games that I was attempting to do because my in-life game had paused at that time. So I was jonesing for some D&D. And now everybody's real-life games have kind of paused somewhat. <laughs> and uh, the, it could be right now the, the rise of the play-by-post. I don't really know. So what's your experience so far with, with play-by? Is the one that we're in together the first one that you've done or have you done others? I've done others. I think the one that we're in together was my fourth or fifth game. I had done another one on the Roll for Combat server for Starfinder, and that ended like March or a little bit before March of 2019. And then I'm in another one that does Eberron 5th edition. So I did a game or two with that before we started ours, I believe. Okay, and you had mentioned Roll for Combat. That's the server we're on, and that server does Pathfinder and Starfinder play by post. I think they also do some other systems. Yeah, I've I've only paid attention to the Starfinder and Pathfinder because that's what I went there for. They have a sister server on the uh, Cosmic Crit Discord server that they do more of the uh, Roll20 over voice games over there. And I listened to Cosmic Crit and they had said, hey, if you want to join a play-by-post, let us know. So I went to Cosmic Crit. They're like, oh, you know, Wolf of Combat's our system one that has the play-by-post. So that's how I got Wolf of Combat. Okay. So play-by-post, what got you into it? What attracted you to the idea of a play-by-post game? And then I want to assume everybody knows what we mean, but can you also explain what we mean when we say play-by-post? So play-by-post, the first kind of grouping I've heard of people doing it is either over email, where you send emails to the whole group saying, my character is going to do or say this, and then people reply back, and it goes back and forth like that. Um, on the Discord server, what usually happens is you get yourself table, and the table will have two channels, so to have a out-of-character channel and an in-character channel, and you post once or twice a day in there with what your character is going to do. And what got me into that was wanting to play some kind of role-playing game. And my schedule is really hectic in the summer, at least it would be if we were allowed to go outside. So it's hard for me to commit to large chunks of time. And so I was like, well, play by post. I can catch up and post. And really, it needs like five to 10 minutes of commitment a day. So it seemed fairly doable. So I figured I'd try it and I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Now it does seem at first glance, play by post does seem to be very convenient 
to your schedule. You don't have to, like you said, carve out a huge chunk of time to sit in a game for four hours, whether face-to-face -face or online. You're not carving out a huge chunk of time. It's post when you want. But I've noticed in the one we're in that things can happen before I get to react to them because maybe I was busy and didn't look at what was going on, but other people were available, and so they started doing stuff. So things can move, but they still don't move like too quickly, you may just lose over, you know, an action here or there as far as, oh, I wanted to interact there, or I wanted to role play there, but it still moves at a very slow pace, which is, I don't know, it's kind of good, it's kind of bad, right? Yeah, the, what you mentioned at the start about the missing out on saying something, that's probably mm -hmm. the biggest negative I have for the play by post is you can be, you know, interested in a conversation, but if other people are on and responding and you're not able to, you can miss out on opportunities to either have character advancements or use one of your character's strengths to help diffuse a situation. And that's just kind of the nature of it. The other thing is because it is slower, like you said, it's both positive and a negative because you can easily go back and catch up and reread things. So like, if you feel mm -hmm. like, what are they talking about? You can search for it and, you know, read the, the relevant situation. But like, if you're having a hectic day or particularly stressed out, I've had problems where like my brain just blanks on something that happens. And I post as if that thing just didn't happen. It can cause some issues. Mm -hmm. So it, it is both a positive and a negative in my opinion. Yeah. So the, the game that we're in together is my first foray into play by post. And I think when I, I didn't really know what to expect. I just had the general idea of you don't, you, you just post your actions, what you're doing, all of that. There's bots in the discord for rolling dice and the, the GM can post maps. So I knew a, I had a general idea, but I was a bit overwhelmed in the beginning because there were, the server is huge. Number one, it's huge. You got to find your table. And then like you said, there's the, the in-game table, and then there's the out-of-game table, and there's resources between the two, and chatter happens in both, and you have to really keep organized on it, but it's great because you can scroll back and see what you missed, and like, I don't remember what that thing, what that name was, so I'm going to scroll up and find it, which is good that it's all there as a record, but I think the one thing that I found really overwhelming when I first started was the etiquette that had to be followed in your post formatting. Yeah, I can see that. I like some people go really over the top and like when I first started doing it, I would, would like mimic what I would see other people doing. So like they would bold their what they're saying and italicize their actions. But for the most part, as long as you kind of type it like you would see it in a book. So like you quote your text and you just say the actions outside of the quotes it tends mm -hmm. to be fine but yeah i can definitely see that and with the getting it in that role for combat server since it is so massive one of the best things i've found for that is basically you mute all the channels mm -hmm. that you don't care about yeah. yeah so i go through and it's much easier to do on the computer i've found mm -hmm. or at least in my opinion i will go through and just mute all the other games so i don't get a notification saying, hey, there's something there. And then I go check, it's like, oh, it's this other game. 
So that made my life a lot easier, even if it is a bit of a pain to start. It is. You have to keep everything else in there and it's ever growing. They're always adding new tables. So you have to constantly go in and mute new things that pop up just so yours are the only one. And it is, But I, I think the formatting thing, it was interesting when I first read it, the, the rule of the formatting of the post. And I guess it makes sense. I mean, you have to have continuity and I guess a visual indicator sometimes is good for what you're doing since you've basically removed all visual cue all verbal cue that happens player to player in a game. You literally have just text now. So it, it makes sense to have a formatting, but it was it, it just seemed like, oh my gosh, it it felt like work more than playing in a game. And I, I don't know if it's just role for combat, is it's their etiquette, their formatting rule. I haven't been on other servers to really know. You've been in more games. Is that common that you see that in play by post or is it just a general guideline and most of them don't really care? Just as long as you, like you said, quote your words, you're good. Yeah, I I haven't really run into issues with people being super picky about it recently, at least. For my post and almost all the servers I'm in, I just do the basic text and quoting. Sometimes I'll italicize things for emphasis if I want or bold things. But for the most part, I just I just do like it would look on a book that, you know, it's just basic formatting. And like I said, everything's been removed as far as visual cues and, and verbal cues between the players. It is just play by post. You're you're typing everything. You're typing what your character is physically doing, what your character is saying. But I see a lot of people also will do inner monologue with their posts, which is a new layer because I think in a face-to-face -face game and an online game, when we're talking, we don't sit there and inner monologue when we're playing with other people. But in a pay-by-post, I find people do. Yeah, I noticed that as well. And I don't know, maybe it's because it's a new thing, but I was kind of off. Well, I can, some people, the way they do it kind of off puts me because I could just be reading into it, but I think they're saying that stuff, hoping that people won't do something differently. Like they're in a monologue. This person says this, and secretly he's hoping that the party doesn't do something. I'm like, I don't know if he's like subtly trying to tell us not to do something or if it's literally just the inner dialogue. So you think it may be a tool then that some players use to help direct game flow almost in a metagame kind of way part of me wonders about that i haven't seen any direct proof but mm -hmm. that was my first thought when i saw it in another game i was in i had one of the players say that you know i hope you guys don't mind the inner dialogue it just really helps me get into character and know what my person will do and base my actions off of that I'm like oh that makes sense like mm -hmm. if he's just saying that they do it that way so that he can kind of feel out the character and understand what the character wants. So I think that would be fine. Um, I've gotten to the point now where I tend to just ignore the inner dialogue stuff, either don't read it or just don't worry about it now and just mm -hmm. take what they say and what the person's body is doing. Like if they say they stand a certain way or, or however they want to emote that and not worry about the inner dialogue and just assume that if the person really wanted that the character really cared, they'd be more open about it. I, I find that some, 
especially in the game, to go, I can only go by my experiences, just this one game. Some people like to write a lot. And you can see some of these posts that just, I mean, they can fill my screen up. I forget looking on a phone, I'd be scrolling for, for days, but they could just fill my screen up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they wrote and are doing a lot. Yeah. I feel inadequate when I do my posts. I guess I'm trying, I'm, I want to say size doesn't matter, but I feel inadequate when I see these other posts. Like, wow, they really like to write. They're doing a lot. And here I am with my forward post. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of one of the things I feel like Play by Post does is it, it can easily accentuate certain people's preferences or habits. So, like, and mm-hmm. like, when we were talking about doing this recording, I was thinking about various things like the pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the biggest thing is like you run into the same thing with people and play by post as you run into in real life games. <laughs> One thing I have noticed is you tend to not get the a-holes in uh, play by post as much mm-hmm. because they essentially get weeded out of the server. So like they do a few bad things and they're just no longer in the server. So you don't really have to worry about joining a random game and coming up on, on a jerk because they probably would have gotten themselves kicked out by now. Unlike a local person going to a gaming store, you never know what bomb you might get. It is a little easier, I guess, if you get a that guy kind of a thing in a play-by-post. It's much easier to just kick them from a server it's faceless, it's anonymous, you, meh, who cares, it's gone. It is much easier to remove a bad player from that situation than it is an online game or, and the worst, the most difficult, a face-to-face game. Yeah, definitely. And the other thing is a lot of the servers have admins. So if something does come up, either you have admins that just read the channels themselves just because they like seeing people's games and seeing how people interact and you know reading the character stories, or you can just reach out to one and you know let them know that the person's having problems and then they're kind of watch it and take care of it from there so that's the other nice thing because you have an authority figure that isn't you that is nice on a larger play-by-post server now what if i just end up i'm because i'm sure to find a play-by-post game i can go on reddit because you can find everything on reddit and i'm sure if you're looking for play-by-post games you'll find a subreddit for them And you can find some games that maybe aren't managed like Roll for Combat, which is a huge server with lots of mods and a structure to it. You'll find some other ones that aren't as structured and maybe don't have those mods. So it might be a little more difficult, but which do you think is better for your first foray into it? Do you think the structure of a server like Roll for Combat or do you think more of the I'm just going to do it small with some strange people that I've never met that I just found? And I'm going to see what happens. Honestly, I think the best introduction to play by post is if you can get a group of people that you know with someone who's going to lead to GM and start that way. Second best would probably be the structured server, just because you do have that safety net of the admins and everything else there. And and speaking of, you know, having a group of people, the Without a Net server has a play-by-post game going right now for L5R. And I watch it. I don't play it. I just watch it. It's interesting to watch. It's It's got the general conversation, the out-of-character conversation channel. It's got the bot channel. It's got a character, che- uh, character sheet 
channel, a 20, 20 questions channel for when they were going through character generation. And then it's got the actual channel that the game, the posting occurs in. So it's its, its own little mini microcosm play by post game. It is very fun to read and see what happens. I don't play in it because I don't know anything about the setting or L5R. Some people say, well, this is how you learn. But I don't know if I could really learn a new system in play-by-post format. Do you think you need to know the system to do it best? Or do you, re- do you think that you can learn a new system? I think you could learn a new system as long as you have a supportive group of people you're playing with. Like for you, I think you'd be perfectly fine joining the L5R game because they will all be extremely ecstatic to help you. Joining a new game on a server where you don't know people uh, would probably be scarier, but I've mostly run into very helpful people in the play-by-post servers I've been in. So I think for the most part, you'd be fine striking out in a new game trying you know striking out trying a new game on any server you join. I've not had a truly awful experience with another player. I have experienced, I don't know, I think aggression's too strong of a word. I have had another player get a little persnickety. That's it. He got a little persnickety with me and it was like, "All right. I don't really need this." You know, like Yeah. <laughs> it happens still. You still have you know, you still have to interact with players and you still will get those people. But in my mind, it also was very much a, I don't really need to, I don't, I don't need to be here. I can just, I can just click leave server. Why am I still here? But again, he just got persnickety, but it was very much that reactionary in me was, I don't need this, but I stayed because you're in the game. And I was like, oh, that would be a dick move to pour out if I just bailed. But and it wasn't like, uh, it's not aggressive enough or awful enough to even want to bring a mod in. It's not, I mean, I, I even think the GM reached out like, well, what's happening? And I was like, I don't know. He's persnickety. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but he needs to, you know, chill. And the GM's like, oh, it's, it's, fi- it's fine. And I said, look, this is what I can do. This is what I'm doing. And he's like, no, you're fine. Don't worry. I'm like, okay, everything's fine. But now as I do this play by post, when this person posts, it's it's still a little raw. And sometimes I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even reading what he says. Who cares? And that is a huge detriment to the playing the game because that's basically in a face-to-face game when somebody starts saying what they're going to do with their character, you getting up, walking away from the table and going to watch TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. Oh, you're talking? I'm going to walk away now. Like that's what it is. And it's it's rude. It it's a bad playership on my part. But it like it happens. There's still a dysfunction that fine. <laughs> There's still a dysfunction that happens. Yeah. And <laughs> you, that just made me think I never realized like any hardships you have in the game because it's play by post and it's all text will be harder to mm-hmm. mend than in a real life game. Because yeah. if you yeah. you and you and somebody else clash in a real life game, you guys can you know leave that night, and then when you get back together, hopefully talk mm-hmm. it out. But in a in the play by post, it just continues on. You don't get yes. that opportunity because you get to self edit. You get to self edit all of your responses, 
so you don't say anything or come across you you're able to edit your responses whereas if you if you know i have a problem with you you're going to know it because you hear my voice and you'll hear this tone and you'll know i got a problem with you i can't hide it you know you messed up so but in a play by post i get to edit and make my make good word choices and come across like everything's fine which good or bad i don't know <laughs> the dysfunction then festers a bit and i think play by post it can it has the potential to have problems fester a bit yeah i can i can definitely see that and i think the best way to handle it is maybe try to either message the person privately or in all honesty blowing up the situation at that time might end up helping in the long run as opposed to letting the pot bubble over with the lid on just blow it off and then get it over with well when our women in gaming episode drops you'll understand why i couldn't possibly do that so let's move on you're like wait what trust me it's a whole thing i don't know no, I, do. I think i understand what you're what you're <laughs> yeah. what, it, what it's going to be about i think i understand yeah <laughs> but that's one of the nice things is they don't know you're a girl or woman I should no say. i think they do i think somebody clued them in i think somebody said hey no i think it's a chick and they because they then started doing the they them pronoun thing i was like i don't really care call me dude call me chick call me whatever you want it's a play by post game i don't know you you don't know me you're not gonna know me it's fine i don't care but people get very hung up on that and it's not one of the things i get hung up on so they i was like it's fine whatever you call me just just i don't care it's not a big deal but that's another thing in play by post you do have to be aware of your pronouns and how you talk to your other players out of character because you don't know who they are you don't know what the triggers are or anything so do you feel like you kind of walk on eggshells a little bit is it harder to talk to them or is it more freeing because the anonymity i find it easier to talk to once i like i always have a little bit of social scaredness when i first start on servers so like when i joined without a net server i really like i probably posted more in my fourth month than i did the first three months together kind of a thing like until i feel comfortable i i'm fairly hesitant no matter who it is but the only thing that i do worry about is the i try to call people they them until i see them saying what they would like to be called i've occasionally run into issues where I assume that the person playing is the same gender as their character. And I've found out that that is not the case quite a bit. So quite a bit. That's a whole nother episode that we'll be doing on gender hopping. Nice. <laughs> so many things about gaming, so many layers and facets that make the whole hobby up. So I mentioned the whole, when people make super long posts because they're like doing these epic writings and to me, it's it's the same as if you were at a face-to-face -face table and a person went on a 10-minute monologue and just, like, took over the game. You know, kind of that kind of thing. But even when that happens, some people are fantastic writers, though, and you can be, in, you know, thoroughly enthralled by what they're writing. And you're just happy to be there reading it because it's so well done. But sometimes you have people who think they're writers because I've seen some other play-by-post games. You have people who think they're writers writing these things, and 
you're just totally lost and you have no idea what's going on. Yep. <laughs> have you it, ever been there? Like, you're like, what did they just write? I have been there with the, what did they just write? But it's generally not to uh, like a novel size post. I think a lot, it, like with play by post, anything that can happen in a real life game can also happen in the play by post. So you can have people that hog the spotlight. You can have people, certain players just get ignored because, because of that or because the GM isn't very good about making sure the spotlight gets spread around, which that one I've run into much less often in play by post, I think, than in real life. But yeah, like anything I think that can happen in a face-to-face -face game can happen in a play by post game. It's just some of them are easier to mitigate than others. What about a bad GM? Can you spot a bad GM? Is it more difficult to GM a play by post than a face-to-face -face or an online? I haven't GM'd one. I'm fairly nervous about GMing anything, but I haven't I haven't run into a bad GM. All of the ones I've had have been pretty good. Some of them have been really great. So like I think I've probably had better luck with GMs in the play by post than I have in real life. And I feel like it might be easier to GM over play by post because you have all that time to think about what your character will do. And if if you're not running a mission game, like a lot of the games I've played in the Wolf of Combat are Pathfinder or Shadowfinder, sorry, Starfinder mm -hmm. mission games. And so they have preset encounters, so the GM doesn't even have to worry about that. But if you're not running one of those, it will give you more time to think of a balanced encounter if the players do something unexpected. So I think, it, I, I personally think it'd be easier running a play by post um, because you have time to react and I'm, I tend to get very flustered if I need to respond quickly. Okay, so I guess that that's true because of the the pace it goes at, which is kind of slow. A GM does have a lot of time. Players have a lot of time to really make decisions. You can have discussions and what I call, you know, play by community where you can all talk about stuff, but you still have player agency. You type whatever you want and respond. How often have you seen people post something and then go back and delete it as if it didn't happen they they like no 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 I, I don't want that to have been the thing that happened so they go back and delete it not too often the times i have seen it it was because either they did something completely ridiculous or they didn't they forgot something else had happened those are the two times i've seen people go back and delete it and usually there's a discussion in the out of character channel going over that they to talk about doing that or not doing that. Like one time somebody attacked an NPC and the other players are like, whoa, 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 why are you attacking them? And they had a discussion and the, you know, the GM got involved and they decided that they should walk it back. That's about it. I haven't seen any other, like I haven't seen anything else besides those two general scenarios. Retcons are a little, a little easier in a play by post. Things aren't moving as fast and, I think there's the whole medium of play by post kind of makes you talk about things a bit more in and out of character because it's, you know, it, it's play by post. That's the only commu communication you have is by posting. So it does make people, I think, talk things out a bit more than in face to face. Yeah. For, for good or for ill, right? Yeah. For good or for ill, it, it does make them talk it out. <laughs> Yeah, because that kind of hampers, if a person's more chaotic, 
and the player themselves is not particularly forward, they might not do something that they would do in a a face-to-face game, which can be good or can be bad. So because you've been in multiple games, what's the absolute, like the absolute worst horrible thing you've ever dealt with or seen in one of your games as far as play-by-post goes? Oh, man. I think the worst thing I've seen is I had one game where either I think I posted something and I'm not always the greatest at saying things in ways that people will understand what I mean. And so it can be interpreted in multiple ways and people sometimes take it the wrong way. So like I've posted and then like, I'm like, all right, I need to go to Frisbee. So, but I don't want to like, they're waiting for me. So I want to post something so they can keep going and I'll just check back after Frisbee. And so I'll post and then I'll go play Frisbee and I come back a few hours later. And there's this massive argument going on and <laughs> out of character. I'm like, what did I miss? I've had that happen a few times. Like one of the, t- one of the times definitely I posted something that, going back and rereading it, I'm like, oh yeah, that, I definitely understand why they interpreted it that way. And honestly, I probably would have interpreted it the same way if I didn't know what I was thinking. But there's been other times where I've come back and like the other players are arguing about something. And that's probably the worst I've had, like just come back to blow ups. And it's like, you Mm. have 80 messages to catch up on. (laughs) It's like, I've been gone for two hours. What did I miss? (laughs) You set off a, a, a wildfire is what it sounds like. You made a statement and you walked away and watched it burn. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it burn. I watched away, walked away and, and came back to the ashes. Yeah. That is a, an important thing on play-by-post is word choice and making sure you're being thoughtful when you post things and that you phrase things accurately so there aren't any misinterpretations. Definitely. That's why trying to quickly post before going to play Frisbee has led to many of my problems. (laughs) At least you know what your problem is, and that's the first step in fixing that, right? Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like we've pointed out a lot of bad things about play-by-post, but there are a lot of good things, and it's just, I don't know. I don't know if the good outweighs the bad. I think it's just a different way of playing. It's a little more convenient because you're not, you know, you're, you're playing all the time though. So it's convenient, but it's, it's basically like you're an on, you're in an on-call 24-7 game. Well, most of them don't expect you to be on-call. You just have to post usually once a day. So that's one good thing mm-hmm. about it. The biggest, in my opinion, the biggest positive about Play by Post isn't necessarily about the format itself. But there are some people that I've talked with that they have extreme social anxiety in person. And so by doing play-by-post, they're able to actually role play and play their characters like they want to because, you know, because it's not face-to-face and because it's slower, certain people with certain social anxieties, it makes it much, much easier for them. So I think that's probably the biggest positive in my view is it makes the game accessible to people that it wouldn't normally be accessible to. See, I find that weird because when I jumped into that server, it was overwhelming, the sheer size and everything you had to go through and read and and, and I'm in the, the formatting of the, the post. And I was like, I would think 
I don't know. It was overwhelming to me, and I don't have any kind of anxiety. But I guess maybe that was a different kind of anxiety that I have then. That whole, it felt like walking into a brand new high school when everybody else already knows each other. That's what it felt like. And so I'm in the server and I just feel lost. Like I don't know where to go and there's so much happening. I would think that would cause more social anxiety, but I guess not. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a different, different kind of anxiety. There are some people in person, like in person, if we're in a group and a group of people are talking, I probably won't say much of anything because I don't like to interrupt people and I often tend to listen. But in Discord or play by post, I will speak up more, say stupid little quips that I think of just because I think they're funny or <laughs> I wouldn't do that in person. Okay. The Wolf of Combat's Discord is definitely overwhelming if... Mm-hmm. When you first see it, my suggestion is like for anyone who joins it, go to, they have channels broken out for the different kinds of games. I would just concentrate on going to whichever channel of the type of game you want to play and start there and ignore everything else until you feel like you can expand your horizon some. Definitely. Yeah, I, I stay in my two little channels that are there because all the other ones, like I know, I don't know what's happening over there. I don't want to look what's going on over there. I'm focused right here and that's it otherwise if i start looking around then i'm going to get a little overwhelmed on it i also think it offers you the ability to be a little more i want to say creative and thoughtful in responses whereas in a face-to-face or an online game because things move so fast you don't really you you don't get to like in flowery words describe your actions most people just say i'm gonna do this and, you know, role and, and that. They'll say their words in character, but they don't really describe their actions or anything like that. And I think the play-by-post does give that extra layer of what's happening in a game. It makes it a little more immersive because you're able to describe things more thoroughly in the GM, the players, everybody. So it makes your the setting come alive a bit more. Yeah, definitely. It makes it much easier to go from the generic like verbal story that you might hear to more of a token-esque very descriptive everything is well laid out well said makes it much easier to do that it's just you have to make sure you're 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 striking a balance please don't write your fanfic in a play-by-post game right yes you gotta know your uh (laughs) you gotta know your limits and boundaries Yes, you are not the star of this. You're a player. <laughs> so it, they do go faster than... I mean, the, the birth of the play-by-post, you mentioned it at the very beginning, was you email everybody in the group, and then you wait, and then somebody else emails their response, and you wait, and that kind of a thing. This moves faster than that, but still the pace of the game especially when the expectation is you have to post once or twice on the board, the pace of a game lasts a long time. So how long have you had your play by post games last? And then like, what's the, what's the amount of, I don't know, tasks or objectives completed in a game in that amount of time? That's a good question. It varies. If uh, it varies quite a bit, there's the first Starfinder game I played in play by post 
for whatever reason, the our group of players and characters just gelled super well. And we were able to work together and accomplish the the Starfinder mission in I think like maybe three weeks. Like everyone was surprised at how quickly we got through it. But as far as I can tell, everyone had fun. Everyone was able to shine. So that was definitely the fastest one. I've been in some that have lasted probably about three months. And in the so in the mission games, you usually have what the three acts, I think. So you're able to do the, you know, three to five kind of objectives you have. Uh, in the Eberron one, it's all homemade stuff. And so that kind of how much there is to do varies by the GM and the story they want to tell. But I feel like objective-wise, you probably get one good objective done every week or two as a kind of a timeline, just if I had to free guess it. So a week or two, and you said in the missions you do about five, maybe five objectives? Yeah, usually three to five. Some of them you kind of do together, like, oh, you have to go to this house and get these you know, couple of things, you know, you could see that as one or two objectives. So a game could last anywhere between two, three months. Yeah. The mission ones tend to be much shorter than the, than the individual like GM created ones, just because the mission ones are set to get done in that four hour slot at conventions. Whereas the, the GM made ones are much more like a home game where one arc can last you know, in, in a home game, one arc can last two weeks or one arc can last two months. So you got that kind of variety. Yeah, because I think our game started last October. Granted, we've been on a break, but our game last, started last October, I believe. And we had the holidays in there. But so we were going on three, four months before quarantine and everything hit. Yeah. And we're not in a mission one we're in a gm created one that's actually we're running through the uh the kingmaker campaign for pathfinder so that one campaign so that one will last how long quite a while i'm guessing a couple of years (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to see how uh how how long people can deal with it we're level what three now i think three or four Mm -hmm. going up to level 20 so if we keep that same pace, it'd probably last another two years or so. But, you know, people <laughs> people lose interest. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it goes because I, I thought about buying the Kingmaker video game and playing it because I really like Pathfinder and I've heard good things about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want spoilers. <laughs> and so <laughs> I've held off on buying the Kingmaker because I want to play through it on the play-by-post and have it all be new to me. Well, you just you just got a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> Best <laughs> things come with time, right? Yeah. That, so if you're looking for a game and you really can't get into one, a play-by-post is a good option because either you can go through a bunch of games every couple months, or you can land in a campaign that's going to last years. Yeah, it depends on, on what you want. Uh, I think play-by-post, you might also have more luck finding a game for a system that you want that's more eclectic. Mm-hmm. So like I found the Eberron one and Eberron's my favorite campaign setting. It's just got so much going on in it. And it started a lot of, or it was one of the first major settings that had a lot of the, no races are inherently evil. 
Um, no races are inherently good. And it just has uh, as much craziness as you want to put into it. Mm-hmm. So, but there's just not many. Like, if I wanted to find a local game, I would have a very hard time finding a, an Eberron game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can find your more niche ones in a play-by-post than in a local, like, even online or face-to-face game. So that that's another plus. If you have the system you've always wanted to try, you probably have a better shot on a play-by-post uh, game than another one. if Especially if it's not widely known or or what um what i'll call mainstream rpg yeah and i've tried finding shadowrun play by post once i have not had any luck with that one but uh oh i know somebody who has a server that they do that on if you would like to have a shadowrun play by post server is it fifth edition or sixth edition fifth Ooh, i'll think about that okay <laughs> sixth edition who's playing that I've played it a few times, and it, I don't know. I'm not super happy about it. No, 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 no. So, Eberron, you love. You say you love that setting. You can do a lot of stuff with it. So, how much do you? How important is it if you're going to do play by post? Should you really read up and know the setting because you're you're having to post a lot of things. You have to post descriptions of what you see or what you're doing. The GM has to post a lot of descriptions. So do you really need to know the setting so you aren't like, you know, saying something completely, you know, 180 degrees from what the actual, like an Eberron, like if, if you're posting something about, you know, there are no machines in the world and people are going to look at you like, well, I'm sorry, what? I think it's one of the ones where it will, it will help you enjoy the game more if you know the setting better. But if there's something about the setting you're unclear about, like I am not like I'm terrible with all names, places, <laughs> people, things, whatever. I'm just really bad with names. And so there are a lot of times where I'll just ask in my games, like, should this name mean something to me? And people are very nice about telling me whether it should or not. Like I didn't know like I don't know all the planes of Eberron. I couldn't tell you their names, but there's thirteen of them and you know, there's a bunch of named figures that never came up in the Eberron games I had played in, so I didn't have any clue about them at all. But people are pretty helpful if you ask them, because I feel like a lot of gamers, like, this is their hobby and it's something they enjoy. And so asking them questions, most of them will be excited to answer. Most gamers do love to talk about the games they love. And if you ever wanted to know anything about a setting, you'll find somebody who will talk to you for hours about that setting. Definitely. And hopefully they know what they're talking about. Because <laughs> sometimes I've had people that will talk to me for a long time about a setting or something game related and just be completely off. So. <laughs> all right. So here's where we're going to get to the hard part. Okay. It's been all an easy cakewalk up until now. Odd. All right. What you got? All right. Tell me what I'm doing wrong as a play by post player. You really you, you, you really want me to I mean I, I yeah, will yeah, yeah. Okay. Criticism I, is a way to build and improve. So what am I doing wrong? Because you know, if you can't really take an objective look and I and I have a feeling I know what you'll probably say and I know where my where my weakness is. So let's hear it. The two things that I can think of that I think you should improve on is 
sometimes when you post, it doesn't seem like you've read everything since the last time you've posted. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, it's a like this one is, I think, a much more minor thing for a player by post. But in Pathfinder Second Edition, which is what we're playing in, we have three actions, and mm-hmm. usually you just post two because all other systems have just two actions. Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. Th- th- I agree with you. Those are my That's only. That's what I thought you'd say. Those are my only things I can think of right now. I I do think you do a good job of describing what your character does, kind of what your character's thinking. I mm-hmm. don't do a very good job of either of those. I tend to basically have my character say what they what they want to say, and then I might have a brief description on how they say it, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. It it is a so to me, I follow a formula when I make a post, and the post the formula is describe physically what my character is doing at that moment, making a face, scowling, walking somewhere, sitting down, whatever. Say my words, and then give a brief, brief internal monologue thought about the situation they're currently in, if it's appropriate. If it's not appropriate, leave it off. But that's my three-part to a post that I typically will do when appropriate. But like what you said, the, the, it seems like you haven't read it. I find that, like, and I brought it up earlier in this, I find that sometimes there's a spurt of activity, and it happens at a time of the day that I'm not really able to be involved in it. Like it happens like in the middle of the day or late at night or something. It's Mm -hmm. at an odd time. Yeah. And so then I feel like I have to do something to participate, even though I really don't have time, but I feel like I need to because they're doing something. So I feel pressured to do something, but because I'm under pressure with time, I don't have time to read everything. So I do a quick glossing over. And then I quickly post something, which probably seems half-hearted and not really involved, and that's because it isn't. But they're doing things, and if I don't post, all that action will have taken place, and now I'm along for the ride because I wasn't able, my time didn't fit in with when they were doing stuff. And that is a, an issue with, with play-by-post for me personally. I don't know if that's for everybody or will be for everybody, but that is for me and so I, that's what happens. The only do two actions thing, I, I've not played, I think I've played Pathfinder once in a face-to-face game, and it was just like two, three sessions. And if anybody knows me, I'm a horrible player, mechanics-wise, and I'm terrible with rules. So I will always, always, always forget there's three actions, because in my brain, it doesn't make any sense why are there three. <laughs> why are there even two? But okay. So, yeah, I do kind of miss a lot of the the action economy and that kind of stuff. And absolutely, I should do better, especially by now. It's been since October. I should get it through my head. But, yeah, that the timing of the, the things. So I, I feel pressured to post because other people are posting. But then in doing so, it does it does lack any real engagement. So I guess it would be better to just not post and just post when I'm able to after I have actual time to read it and and do something. But I don't know. Would Mm -hmm. it then be perceived as just being out of sync with what's going on? Well, so all, like in my opinion, all all role-playing games are, it's a team thing. 
and so in my view if you're feeling left behind i think the rest of the players and the gm need to try to do a better job of pacing out their own responses to give everybody time to reply and in a and a lot of games i'm in people are really good about that but either you know sometimes people will miss and that just happens and then you know everyone has their strengths and weaknesses and not pacing for everyone's time mm-hmm. might be that you know that group's weakness i've i've run into the same issue with the pressure of posting cuz i tend to go to bed a little bit earlier than a lot of gamers and that has caused me to basically miss some conversations as well cuz like a lot of people are active after i go to bed especially if they're more west coast mm-hmm. sided but yeah it's it's a team thing and we all have things we can improve on and we should all be trying to help each other so with the uh, feeling left behind i think that kind of more falls on the other people to realize that they're posting too quickly to give people time to respond mm-hmm. um as long as it's within that that time range that people agreed upon like mm-hmm. if you didn't reply within 3 days and you're supposed to post which in you know once a day which i don't think you've done that but if mm. in that situation i wouldn't really fault them for kind of botting the person but yes yeah but if yeah. it's been 4 hours and you haven't responded i think that kind of falls on the other players to calm down and mm-hmm. give people time cuz <laughs> we all have yeah. lives mhm and mechanics wise everyone has there there are lots of lots of people have issues with mechanics so that will just come with time or many reminders many reminders <laughs> people people <laughs> slowly get it <laughs> i played with somebody who would worked a lot of hours and so he would often fall asleep while we played and the gm understood that but one of the funny things is whenever they were called upon they would just pick up a d20 and roll it because they assume that they're supposed to do something. So <laughs> for whatever reason, <laughs> this conversation reminded me of that. <laughs> it's me. What? Oh, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, and thank you for, you could be honest with me if I'm doing something, you know, if I can improve in some areas. Absolutely. Our game has kind of been in a weird stasis due to, to uh, quarantine now, but it's, possibly picking back up we're going to see where it goes from there yeah hopefully hopefully mm-hmm. it, it picks up uh i've been really enjoying that for the most part so right now that one of my other play by post games is wrapping up so i those are the two that i'm currently in so i'm kind of in a lull which is kind of a awkward space to be in when i have so much more time on my hands but which is why you're looking for a shadow run possible <laughs> yeah post now there was, I, I had looked actually in the fall when you we were looking around for other kinds of play-by-posts and mm-hmm. someone on the Shadowcasters network had tried to start a server for play-by-posts and that just fizzled. And mm-hmm. there was the like run-by-post on Reddit and that guy had fizzled as well. So I like Shadowrun a lot, but yeah, haven't had tons of opportunity uh, yeah. with it outside of my home game. Yeah, uh, I... Uh... I'm supposed to be running a uh, a one shot, but in in voice chat uh, game uh, for some people that want to try it. They've not ever really played it, and I said it can't be sixth; it's got to be a fifth. But I will uh, get that server 
for Shadowrun, it, it is going to be 5E. But I think that's because 5E has the most resources right now. 6E is still new and doesn't have a lot of resources yet. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they're staying with 5E for now. But I'll, I'll get you that uh, Discord link. We'll put it in the when the episode drops. We'll put that in there as well as the Roll for Combat Discord link if somebody would like to go check that out. Yeah. Any final final thoughts? How did you enjoy it? Because you were kind of nervous. I had to like basically twist your arm, but it was it was painless, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was pretty good. There's a there's a few nerve spots. Really, we had talked about this around christmas time i think right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. honestly i think the, the the time in between me agreeing and now has helped take a lot of nerves off of it because I, I don't know why but i'm significantly less nervous than i thought i would be but we'll see how i feel when i see the this gets posted and i have to listen to myself you don't have to listen to yourself i don't listen to myself i hate this hearing i hate hearing my vo- recorded voice yeah. Absolutely. I never listen to any of the episodes. <laughs> and the only ones I have are the ones that Oz and Bams have made me listen to. And those were the Shadowrun episodes. And that was it. It was the only ones I've ever listened to. But you don't have to if you don't want to listen to yourself. That I wholeheartedly agree. Just don't. But I'm glad that you aren't nervous. I'm glad that I planted the seed a while ago. And you had time to kind of get used to the idea. And then when it came time to actually do it, you were for the most part ready to go because I didn't I didn't sense any nervousness in you, so I'm very happy. Thanks. Yeah, at the beginning there was uh, one time where I just kept talking until I was almost out of breath, but otherwise it was pretty good. <laughs> good. This means we can have you on for another episode. Yeah. Anything I might be useful with. Yeah. Well, thank you, and thank you everybody, and we hope we. Explain play by posts, and if you have ever been curious about them and think maybe you would like to try it, especially in this quarantine world, we can all use another another game to keep us busy. You'll give it a try. So thanks again. Thank you.